Hey y'all, welcome back to Sunny and Mediocre. And if you couldn't tell by the intro, uh, today we're talking about Bond. Uh, I'm Wade. Creed, and we're going to be talking about the entire series as a whole. We're going to talk about the different aspects of it, that's the way it started, um, the different actors that played it over the years. Like, there's been a lot. A lot there, of there's, there's been a few. And we're just going to go and give our, you know, our two cents. And like I said, we've said before in all our previous videos, this is our opinion. So Our opinion. Um, you know, this is our giving our two cents, our thoughts on the franchise. We liked or we disliked. I mean, maybe not our two cents, because I honestly don't have two cents to spare. We're broke. Please sponsor yeah. us. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about the franchise, the future of the franchise, which I hear they're planning on uh, doing a few things to change it up. And uh, we're just, you know, we'll start off from there. So, wait. Um, what do you like about the Bond franchise? Like, what was your first, first you know, introduction to what, what film did you see? Uh, that you really got you hooked into the whole franchise. So the first Bond film, I had, my my family is a very big Bond family. Like okay. we love the Bond franchise. Um, the first Bond film I saw was actually the first one. Doctor uh, No. Yeah, Doctor No. Doctor No. It was great. Um, you know, it was it, it was Sean Connery's first appearance as Bond. He uh, he, he did a really good job. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of cool little gadgets, cool cars, everything like that. And then that's kind of what drew me into the Bond thing. Um, you know, ever since, as long as I can remember, you know, being a secret agent was always something cool. You know, oh, yeah. every, every little boy, every little girl kind of goes through that phase, you know, of, you know, just being a secret agent and playing yeah. spy with their, you know, their parents, their brothers, their sisters, that's what That's never going to go out of style. Man. Yeah, no. And, and you know, and that's why those, like, toys, like Spy Gear and oh, stuff yeah. is always super popular because, you know, it's usually around, like, what, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, you know, where that, that stuff kind of happens. And, you know, in all honesty, the gadgets still fascinate me, yeah. you know. It's just like, what if that were real, you know. It's like, how cool would that be? Honestly, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are. Yeah, and, and you know, some of the some of the car modifications and stuff like that, you know, that's that's always something super cool. Like, even in my car right now, I would love to have an eject Ooh. button. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Dr. No is the first, and I've seen every single one okay. since because, um, as, as said in some other videos, that, you know, my family, they do a Bond marathon. They do a 25 days of Bond starting December 1st, and they go, if they watch one movie a day, it lands right on Christmas Day. As, you also as, try it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Now, if you watch uh, multiple movies a day, just back to back to back to back, um, you can probably get through the entire series in a couple days. Yeah. But... Where's the fun in that? Yeah, you know, what's the fun in that? You know, yeah, spread them out, spread the love. It's like the advent calendar of bombs. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's super rad. Um, but what was what was your first introduction to bombs? So like, um, like you, I saw Doctor No, and um, I just fell in love with the gadgets. I've always been like a gadget guy. So whenever I see like the gadgets, I always like, ah, oh, that's the coolest thing. I just like love to see how the progression of the Bond character, like you know, throughout the series. It's gone and darker, a lot darker from when it was. Oh, definitely. When it started out, like, you know, the new Daniel Craig films are, have a lot, you know, more deeper, you know, meanings to them. There's, like, you know, more in-depth look in how uh, Bond's, you know, James's mind is, uh, how he works. Yeah. What he's thinking, what affects him. It's kind of like his mental state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, and that's what kind of gives it a newer edge. And, uh... 
I've always been a fan. Like, there are some films where I have missed. I get to see the entirety of them. I've seen the majority of them. And I've always been a big fan and uh, for the future of the series. Um, you know, we've talked about this in our marathon uh, movie uh, episode. If you all have not seen that, please watch it. Yes. We'll put please. a link down in the description below. Yeah. So this film, uh, you know, these series of films, they've always, um, you know, captivated the attention of the audience. And to do that, you need to have a good actor playing James Bond. Yeah. So we kind of touched into this, but there's talks of having, like, you know, Henry Cavill play uh, James Bond. He's a Brit. You know, it'd be pretty cool to see him play it. You know, Daniel Craig's done a great job, but he's getting up in years, and I'm not sure he's doing as much acting as he has, uh, you know, been doing in the past. There's also talks of Idris Elba, um, great actor. I've seen him in many, many films. Idris Elba? Who's he's that? He's the guy that played Heimdall in the Thor films, as well oh, as some other films uh, okay. that, come, that don't come to mind. There's, like, I think The Dark Tower, he was uh, the gun... The gunman in that movie. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's a great actor, great, great actor. Uh, and he was in Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was uh, Stacker Pentecost. No, so that'll be pretty cool to see the different twists on the, the James Bond franchise. Uh, you know, the franchise as a whole is a you know a gem. I think it's uh, you know it's, it all stems from a, you know a little backstory on it. It started from um, uh, Ian Fleming. He was a naval intelligence officer with a British. And he kind of, not only, I guess he did, he kind of based it off his life. So he would, you know, the whole spy character was based on, like, his experience in a spy community, the early days of, like, uh, you know, espionage and all that. And uh, just grew from there, you know, with Q, the quartermaster. And like we, what we said, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these gadgets really, you know, existed. Like, for example, GPS, that military had that prior to what, you know, the public has now, and then they release it to the public. Uh, I'm sure, like, you know, 20 years from now, we'll be having stuff like, oh, hey, was that in a Bond film? Yeah, it was. So I'm sure, like, even nowadays, you know, in 2018, you can see um, some gadget. I'm sure there's no, you know, ejection seats or whatever. But, uh, you know, there'll be different uh, different gadgets, you know, sparring up here that look a lot like the Bond stuff. So people have drawn a lot of stuff from the Bond series, Bond franchise. So wait, what is your, who, uh, should, should I phrase that, who is your favorite Bond character, like, who, who's your favorite actor that played Bond? If I had to rank them, okay, and, and I feel like we, we have to rank them, because they all bring, like, their own flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, their own flair. Um, and, and the thing about it is, you know, they were, you got to think about the era that they played Bond in. Okay. Um, of course, Sean Connery is number one always, because, you Dolphin know. Man. Yeah, like, like. He, he played Bond in the time and era that Bond would have really been prevalent. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, kind of that, you know, Cold War-ish yeah, kind of going. Post-World War II spy yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, where spies were huge, right? Oh, yeah, dude, like, you know, like against the Russians. Yeah, um, you know, and, and, you know, Sean Connery is always number one in my mind. Um, I'd honestly have to say number two would be Daniel Craig because Daniel Craig, I mean, as you said, in, in his Bond movies, it, it's kind of before Bond became Bond, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, because in the last movie, you know, that's where M is, is really, uh, like, prevalent and everything like that. That's yeah. where M gets his office. If you haven't seen it yet, sorry for the spoilers. But, um, you know, and, and you're really looking at the psyche of Bond. Um, and then, you know, Pierce Brosnan... I really only liked his Bond movies because of the gadgets. You know, that was in the late 80s, early 90s, early 2000s, um, or all through the 90s and yeah. early 2000s. 
because, you know, that's when everyone was obsessed with gadgets. Oh, yeah. And, you know, some of the gadgets that Pierce Brosnan had as Bond were the best ones ever. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's George Lazenby and Roger Moore, which is the only two Bonds left. And I feel like George Lazenby and Roger Moore are kind of neck and neck with the last place. Um, yeah. George Lazenby, uh, yeah, George Lazenby, he only did one Bond movie, um, and, you know, that, that was, I think, 1969, something yeah. like that, um, yeah, 1969, he was the youngest person to play Bond, the only downside about the whole thing is that he was actually Australian, he wasn't a ah, true, true Brit, um, what about Timothy Dalton? Tim, uh, yeah, Timothy Dalton, he was another Bond that was, you know, it, like, I, I feel like Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, George Lazenby, um, they, they all kind of just fall in with one another. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're Bonds, but they're not Bonds. Yeah. You know, when you think of James Bond, you think of... You think Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, and yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Those yeah. are the big three that you think of. Um, of course, as Pierce Brosnan started getting older and, you know, everything like that, they had to kind of phase him out oh, yeah. into Daniel Craig. Now, future Bonds would be very interesting to see yeah. if they're going to go, you know, if they're going to go Henry Cavill, if they're going to go um, the dude who played Bane. I know there's been some talks oh, about yeah. him. Um, I forget his name for the life of me. Tom but Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. yeah. There's, there's been some talks about Tom Hardy possibly That'd being be a Bond. I feel like he would make a good Bond, but the only thing is, is we don't know what his face looks like, because in every movie that he's in, well, his face is covered. Well, we didn't see his face in the Mad Max film. We, a little bit, but he was in full makeup. Like, you don't, under, like, yeah. you don't really know what his face looks like. Well, and, like, yeah. Dunkirk, like, he showed his face a little bit, but for most of the movie, it was covered by a flight mask. Yeah. Well... Also, not like, saying anything against Tom Hardy, no, of course. Great, we're we're just throwing out some. So with uh, Henry Cavill, like the thing that's interesting about him was that he was in a film that I think was released 2015, was called a uh, Man from Uncle. Yes. So that film was also like a spy espionage film, and, and, the and thing, he did really well in that. Yeah, and the thing about Man from Uncle though is it's based off an old school TV show. Yes. And and you know, but that character is totally different from Bond. Bond yes. It's not a Bond character. It's more of a you know kind of fly by the seat of your pants Cold War spy. Yeah. And I, I feel like with Bond, you know, the way that Daniel Craig kind of set the Bond franchise back on its way yeah. was, you know, the the fact that Cold War spy, flyboy, by the seat of your pants type of thing doesn't really work. Um, so I feel like Henry Cavill would be an interesting choice for Bond. I'm not sure how he will play as a Bond though. Um, but, uh, like, overall, I mean, the Bond series is, is, like, you know, you see a little bit of differentiation between who's playing Bond at the time, but even if you watch the Bonds, like, from start to finish of, you know, chronologically, you see so much history. Like, even oh, yeah. in, just in the background, not even, like, up front, like, you know, prominent, anything like that. Just in the background, you see, you know, you see how the cars change, you see how the... You know, people change. You see how all this stuff changes. Oh, yeah. You see, you know, certain um, certain political climates change. You know, because like in the first movies, they don't even want to talk about the USSR. Oh. And then, you know, in the '90s movies and early 2000s movies, they're sitting there just like you know pretending to bomb the Russians. 
you know, and it's just like, it, it's just, it, it, it's just how, how the political ch climate was and how that, you know, portrayed itself in Hollywood. It was really, really interesting to oh, see. Yeah. Um, and then of course you see the gadget development and everything like that, which is something that we're both fans of because, oh, yes. you know, gadgets, who doesn't want gadgets? Gadgets are awesome. Um, I'm a fan of the cars. I mean, I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I always love those I, different I, cars. I love, love seeing the cars. And then even in the new movies, like seeing them bring back the old DB5 and everything like that, the old Aston Martins, that's awesome to me. And then, you know, it's just, it's just seeing a lot of these things. And then of course, as, as dudes, we like, uh, we like the Bond girls. Oh yes. Um, you know, and you, you kind of see how that develops. Um, for our younger audience, the, the Bond girls uh, sometimes are a little bit racy. Um, the names, yeah, definitely are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Uh, our older audience understands what we're talking yeah. about. But, you know, like, the, it's, it's really interesting. And then, you know, you also see the development of just, like, pop culture. You know, yeah. you see the development of music. And, you know, Paul McCartney did the soundtrack for one. And then, you know, like, later on, Adele did oh, a soundtrack did for one. Yeah, she won, and, like, a numerous awards. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, you know, they, like, there's a lot of history around Bond itself uh -huh. and about making the movies. And, you know, some of the stunts that were performed were the first time they were ever performed. Mm -hmm. And then now you see them in, you know, Fast and Furious and oh, Need for yeah. Speed and all these other movies and franchises and everything. But they all started with Bond. So, and uh, yeah. it, it's it's amazing to see that and how you know fifty plus years of Bond have progressed. So they branch off of that, uh, you know how Bond's affected the industry. There's also been you know spinoffs, and you know one comes to mind is the Austin Powers series. You know mm -hmm. it's more more of a comedy, and you know it is. But you know we'll talk more about that series when we talk about the um, Mike Myers episode. Stick around for that one. Season two. But um, this is you know I, I've always loved the Austin Powers films, and he just like you know. They take the Bond films and they make a, and they got all the gadgets and all that stuff, but they make it, you know, really a comedy, put a comedy twist it's, to it, and yeah, it's just great. It's just a parody of the Bond films, and, yeah. you know, that, that's, it's, it, it's great to see how much Bond has affected yeah. the world as we know it. And, you know, like he was saying earlier, you know, with the gadgets and everything, like, it wouldn't surprise us with technology that we have today if some of those gadgets were actually real. And if you look at some of the documentaries and stuff, those some of those gadgets are actually real. Oh, yeah. And it's super, super cool to yeah, see. Yeah, if you want to look up something that's pretty cool, look up, um, you know, the, the gadgets that they use in the Cold War. Like, the, they had all this neat stuff, like the CIA, the KGB. MI6 had all these different gadgets and tools that they used to try to you know, assassinate people, protect people, listen in on whatever. And it was just all this neat stuff that, you know, you would you think that, oh, that's, that can't be real, but it is. Yeah. So that's the cool stuff. So. And if you want to get further into conspiracy theories and everything, you oh. can go look at, like, the blue books and everything like that that were released by the FBI a couple of years ago. I believe it was 20... 15, 15, yeah, 15. Um, you know, where every, like a lot of stuff got declassified and you can see all of that, you know, and some of these gadgets and everything like that. Granted, a lot of it's classified still, but it's really interesting to see how, you know, maybe one of their scientists watched one of those Bond films and was like, you know, I have the technology to make that. Why don't I? Just yeah. for, just for the hell of it. So let us know in the comments below uh, what do you think. If you think uh, these gadgets really exist, if you you know have 